Greetings from Longtime No See, the podcast. Every week, we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! What would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my God, Jack almost fell off his chair. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. Borahe, iconic army. Borahe. Yes, we just got back to my house. Literally. Monday night. We just got back from Hobie Palooza and we are going in to record. We're ready to share our full experience because what a unforgettable weekend. Seriously, amazing. What amazing. an unforgettable performance. Monumental. It, it really felt like a BTS concert. Yeah. It was just incredible amazing i cannot wait to talk about it yeah Yeah. and that's what we're talking about today so on that note welcome back we're your hosts i'm kayla and i'm bethany and this is standing bts your favorite informative fangirl podcast all right today we're talking about hobie palooza we went so we're going to share our experience we're going to talk a little bit about some of the iconics we met too Mm -hmm. and we're going to go through the set list yeah but before we get into it we want to say thanks iconics for being here and for all of your support if you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode docs, monthly virtual iconic hangouts, and our sound checks, please consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thanks for being here and for listening. Yeah, thanks, Iconics. So we drove in on Saturday. So our real Hobie Palooza weekend started Sunday morning mm-hmm. as far as the experience goes. So Sunday morning, um, we actually got together with a group of Iconics who invited us out to breakfast. Mm-hmm. And what we think is so special about this group of Iconics, uh, we're just going to shout them out. Kaus, Sam, Holly, Monique, uh, and Anne. What's really awesome is that they all met through attending our iconic hangouts mm-hmm. and they were just dropping their handles in the in the chat, in the chat and yeah. started a group chat and just such wonderful friendships have blossomed from that. What I think is awesome is that they met that way and then they all decided to go to Hobie Palooza and get an Airbnb together. Um, I think maybe some of them have like met in person before, mm-hmm. you know, but like the fact that, you know, they've they really haven't had much interaction in person, but they feel so close to one another and that they could like go and get an Airbnb together. And it's just like, it looked like they had the best of time. I just loved hearing about their experience on Saturday Mm -hmm. because they went and supported TXT for their concert. And what is so awesome is that Sam came up with the idea of blowing up the TXT members' faces. Mm-hmm. I mean, large, huge, I mean, massive posters yeah. of their faces. Yeah. And they carried them around all day. And I guess tons of people wanted pictures of with course. them. Um, but what is so awesome is that they said there was this like professional photographer that came over. Like she had like one of those crazy cameras with like that massive like pull-out lens. Right. And they had seen her maybe like backstage a little bit you know she said she was korean and she asked for a picture of all of them together and then like the next day or later on they found out that they were in dispatch like they were on they were in dispatch that is so fucking when crazy i found that out i was like kayla they didn't even have to like edit it on I their know, photo right? like us like we edit the dispatch logo right on our, our la airport fashion <laughs> like that's hilarious we did that and then they actually made it into they dispatch they made it into dispatch yeah. yeah and you could see them on the hulu stream too oh yeah they took they found themselves and took screenshots of themselves on the hulu yeah. stream like how awesome yeah. um really that whole breakfast experience was so 
amazing to get together with them. What an incredible group of women. And, you know, it just feels like talking to people that we've known forever whenever Mm -hmm. we get to see any iconics. And it's wonderful to see people that, you know, we know that we would be friends with and that we are friends with now that we've met them. Um, You know, we feel like they're just like us. And we know that there's so many more iconics out there who are just like that. So Mm -hmm. um, it was so awesome that they reached out to us and thought about getting yeah. together in this way it was amazing could have talked with them forever for hours yeah. literally the only reason why we left was because we knew we had to go get ready right right yeah so we went back to our hotel and mm-hmm. we got ready for lala and uh we spent you know a decent amount of time putting our outfits on getting our hair and makeup time done. flies by when you're like getting dressed and right putting makeup and doing your hair listening yeah. to music yeah yeah i mean we were just playing Obviously, we had listened to Jack in the Box all the way there, driving all the way there, mm-hmm. listened to Jack in the Box, Hope World, and then, you know, just BTS shuffled in and around there. And we were getting nostalgic about other BTS concerts mm-hmm. and just kind of reminiscing and then also like anticipating this, you know, first solo performance that we're getting from a BTS member. Um, just so much excitement while getting ready. Yeah. So we had talked in previous episodes that we made these like tie-dye shirts. And so it was fun to finally get to put those on. I had like a a real teal, like a bright blue teal acid wash, mm-hmm. like kind of crop top. And I was really going for like the jack in the box, like the teal and the magenta. Yeah. So I went with the teal, had the black like jogger pants, which mm-hmm. were so comfortable. And cool. Yeah, really cool. And I feel like I can just lounge around in my house with them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yep, I'm buying these. Uh, and then I had these really cool like Nike sandals yeah. that kind of remind me of Chacos. I forgot the actual name of these sandals, mm-hmm. but they have like blue, orange and neon green, like a neon orange and neon green. Right. It's, not t- it's just little tiny accents. When I saw them, like Hobie, right. so Hobie. Right. But for my hair and all, us three, my sister also went with us. I don't even mm-hmm. know if we mentioned Brittany yet. Yeah. My sister was with us too. And we decided, we're like, what are we going to do for our hair? And Brittany said, well, I guess you and Brittany both were thinking about doing kind of like maybe space, space buns. buns or something. Yeah. Yeah. And I wasn't sure about the space buns, but then, you know, you had sent me this photo of this girl who just had like two tiny, like, pigtails like mm-hmm. almost like just a section just at the front top at the front. of your head mm-hmm. right yeah very cute on you it was you really rocked cute. that style I felt like baby spice yes like I yes. feel like I look just like baby spice baby spice <laughs> all the way yeah yeah j-hope's version of baby spice right 100 yeah. it was really cute on you yeah yeah for me I did that like kind of like bleach spray on a black t-shirt that I had stenciled J-Hope on and I like made the lettering have flames on top which afterwards he like showed us his arson merch that had lettering with flames on top which was so cool yeah um and then at the concert he just so happened to be wearing a black shirt that had like all these distressed holes in it and I had put so many holes in my shirt and distressed it so much just because I felt like it fit the burn it fit fit the the arson yeah Yeah. I couldn't believe that when I mean his first outfit that he came out with I immediately turned turned around to you and I'm like do you see his distressed shirt like it's just like yours like yeah. and yours is black too and I'm like what the heck Kayla yeah you, like nailed it yeah I was I thought that was such a cool connection I was like I'm on the same wavelength as him right now but really yeah I also wore converse because you wore converse in the more music video and I just had to mm-hmm. um and black lipstick was like my main accessory it just really fit the vibe that for was me. a and last minute decision. it was it just popped into my head we bought it at the like the Walgreens near Chinatown when we were exploring there on on Saturday and uh-huh. you know I'm glad I did because I loved it yeah, yeah it completed the look yeah um yeah it was a great time I I uh styled my hair with kind of like two ponytails but it was like the big bubble ponytails Mm -hmm. you know I had never done that before I thought it was really fun and cute yeah I couldn't believe that you had done that on yourself I was like dang I couldn't believe this turned out yeah that you had done it it looked great thanks um but was so funny about our hairstyles is we both had like you had the two ponytails Uh I had the two like top pigtails Uh and a listener commented saying, oh, I love the hairstyle matching, like the gesture Gesture. hat. And we're like, wow, did we not make that connection? Did not think about it It was just meant. Yeah, it was meant to be. So we felt fine as fuck walking around this festival like we were ready for Hobie. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. Getting to just dress up like that, you know, and really, yeah, 
feel the Hobie vibes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go all out. Yeah. So we ended up getting to Lollapalooza around like 3.30. And Kayla, you really wanted to see DJO. Yes. Which I did too. I don't know their music all that Mm -hmm. well. But you were like, yeah, it's the actor who plays Steve Harrington. From Stranger Stranger Things. Things. Yeah, it's Joe Curie. Joe Curie. Yeah. Yeah. And like, so I had known DJO, I had heard like one song and I just thought it was cool that like this actor is kind of like a side gig in a band. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But then we found out actually with like at the iconic breakfast that morning, I hadn't looked at the schedule that closely on that part, but he was playing at the Bud Light Seltzer stage where Hobie would play later on that evening. And I was like, oh my God. I have to see him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we happened to walk in like just after his set started and you and Britt were fine with like going and getting some water and some like concessions and mm-hmm. let me kind of go up there. And I worked my way up, got fairly close in the crowd and I just vibed like yeah. I, I've always been a fan of rock music and that was like a psychedelic rock, really great guitar playing, amazing like bass and drum work too. Um, and just vibing singing you know from joe mm-hmm. curie himself it was a great great set list i really loved it yeah yeah, yeah. he was at the the main stage that bud light seltzer stage yeah. where jacob was and that's really where we hung out the majority of the time other than we w- when we went to go meet up with iconics right so we also saw a little bit of charlie XCX, mm-hmm. um, but we were really on that side of Lollapalooza. Right. The expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks, and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Bryce. It's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Obers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. I just want to talk about the festival a little bit here, mm-hmm. you know, because there were a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say it was fairly organized oh like yeah you really didn't have to wait in long lines for anything for the most par- part people were like respect you know respectful at least over where maybe it was just because there was a lot of armies around. in our area maybe that was it it's Be- possible yeah because we weren't there on saturday we really took it over that day yeah, yeah. like armies were just kind of hanging out in that area you know there was some some trees where there was like shaded areas mm-hmm. that people had put out blankets just kind of relaxing there were a lot of armies who were like handing out stuff yeah. like J-Hope photo cards, uh, bracelets, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it was yeah. I just thought that the festival like feel was yeah. really fun. Yeah, you know? it was great vibes all around wherever you went it it was never too crowded that's you make a good point like no lines except for the bathrooms the bathrooms bathrooms the only place with lines but food water bar everything you could just walk right up and mm-hmm. yeah it was great i was kind of worried about it being too crowded but it really wasn't yeah 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 and it wasn't too hot no like, that was really what got i was blessed. really worried about too i'm like oh my gosh lollapalooza all i'm thinking about is just like a bunch of like drunk really really young people Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of different ages right kids there were adults Mm -hmm. there were older adults Mm -hmm. you know there's just a wide variety of different different people right but i was kind of expecting it to just be super hot and a little miserable Mm -hmm. but it really wasn't i know we really got some great weather this weekend and you Uh know even at some points during the day some shade from clouds it was really lucky Mm -hmm. i think to have been able to be out there all day and not be too affected by it so after getting in and seeing a couple of those sets we also met up with iconics at the fountain that was pretty centrally located in the park we just kind of said we'll be there from this time to this time if you know us and you want to stop by like we'll be there Mm -hmm. so we met back up with a group of women from breakfast this morning they were standing there waiting for us which was so amazing so amazing such a surprise like i didn't expect to see them again again. (laughs) yeah but then of course we just got to stand there and talk even more which was just what we wanted to do all morning Uh um and 
And then what was also really awesome to us was um, Shannon walked up to us and Shannon had been carrying around a pride flag that she had written equality is you and me on. And she was going around everybody, all armies and asking people to sign it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was just so awesome. And she was a listener. She said that she, you know, had been listening here for a while. And uh, so, of course, we signed with her. She um, said she was a baby army and, you know, learned a lot through our podcast. Yeah. When she was just a young army. Yeah. Which we love. Yeah. We love. But yeah, it's so cool that she had that and had come up with that idea. Yeah. So tons of armies had signed that flag. Yeah. And so we got to sign it too. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you saw her walking around, that's who you saw. Yeah. Shannon. And then we met up over at the like Bud Light Seltzer concession stand area, kind of like the bar area. And we met up with Meg, who we love, like longtime listeners. It's always amazing to see her. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, Mama Trish. Yes. Meg's mom was there, too. Susan and Claire. And what's so amazing about this group is, like, we all met up in L.A. Yeah. Um, So it was like we got to see them again. It just was giving nostalgic feels of when we had our iconic meetup in L.A., too. Just love this group of ARMY, you know, the specifically the Iconics, obviously. Like, we have a close relationship with them. but. It's just neat getting to catch up and hearing about like their experience, like traveling and what they were expecting and if they had gone to TXT the day the day before. Right. So thanks for all the iconics who yeah. met up with us. Like Seriously. it means a lot to see you guys and talk with you in it's person. Amazing. Yeah. So great to see like what thoughtful, kind, caring, wonderful people you yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. So but that then, was a huge part of our yes. festival, to be honest, was yeah. meeting up with Iconics. Yeah, but it was right shortly after this mm-hmm. that Kid Leroy was going up, and he was just before J-Hope. Right. Um, so we were kind of over on the like left side of the stage, and so we were starting to get our spots. You know, we were like kind of camping out. We're like, all right, yeah, once once he's done, we're going to go. Right. Go right in, right. like fill all the people, people who will are leave. coming out. It'll create a vacuum. We can fill in exactly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And what was so great is that army going in was so awesome, respectful, and gave you space. Like I was really worried because I mean, it really was just like body on body, which <clears throat> we were anticipating it was going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we were walking in, everyone was being super considerate of those around them trying to like keeping safety encouraging others to take time and not push and let people out yeah no no panicking right you know feeling frantic right um i will say some of the people leaving the show were a little rude right (laughs) um these like music festival goers who you know weren't there for Mm j-hope were like okay we're gonna wait for j-hope y'all can go see j-hope right it's like okay Sorry yes, please do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that like, we're here for the headliner. We don't want you here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, we have enough fans. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, it was totally fine. Yeah. And I, I feel just, like everyone, especially as we were first filling in the space, most people had the type of feeling of, we will get there and, you know, like we will get into a space where we'll be fine and we just have to be patient. And that yeah. was really great. There was no panic. There was no rush. And honestly, in our area, I don't know if this was true for everybody's space, but we kind of got to a place. We were all looking around us, greeted the people around us and said, OK, even if people get excited, we're not going to push forward. We're not going to push back. We're just going to stay here. And we all had a little bit of personal space and we were respectful mm-hmm. of each other. And it was awesome. Yeah. 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 Like Army did a great job. Army did do a great job. And I was talking with um, Shelly, one of our Army friends, and she's like, honestly, the only reason why I would maybe go to Hobie Palooza is if I was going to be in a crowd that large and that tight, it would be with Army and only Army because I know that, you know, it's the fandom is just so respectful and kind. Oh, it's so true. You can trust ARMY to be that way. And I was, I shouldn't have been concerned, but I was a little concerned hearing from our friends who went to TXT the night before. And they said, I mean, it was packed body to body. Mm -hmm. There was multiple people who like would have to leave and go out because they just were going to pass out or something. And so I was a little worried that it would be too packed, but the fact that it wasn't made the concert, I think, so enjoyable for everyone. When you're not worried about not you know being able to move freely you can really get into the music right yeah yeah. I will say once we got into position 
it only took a minute or two before I started to feel pretty hot. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. feeling the body heat of everyone around me. Right. But sometimes there was like random gusts of wind that yeah. came through. Yeah, like, that's true. And I was like, okay, I don't know where this is <laughs> coming take from, it but in. thank you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But the anticipation just built and built because J Hope, they had Lollipalooza, I want to call it Hobie Palooza, but Lollipalooza itself had actually pushed his set up from nine o'clock to sort of eight fifty just because of the surmounting excitement and the size of the crowd. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to, you know, get it started earlier for fans and safety and also just give J Hope more time to perform. So he got a 10 minute longer set list. But mm-hmm. as we were all there, I mean we were, I would say, all in our spaces by 810. Right. So we're like, okay, we have 40 minutes here and then the concert. And so in those 40 minutes we start to see them set up the stage a little bit. Yeah, there was never Never a dull moment, no. you know, because you, they immediately came out to start right. setting up the stage, and we could see this big box with railings on top of this box come out. And I was like, of course there's a box. Right. Of course there's a box. Right. Like he's going to come out of the box. Right. We were immediately yeah. like, he's going to come out of it. He's going to pop out of it like a jack in the box. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But I love just like chattering with the arms mm-hmm. around us. We're like, oh, yep, there's a box. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, you know, because no one knew what to expect, really. Right. I just want to say also at that moment when the box came out, you said, oh, that box, like, Something about the railings and the height of the box reminded you of Just Dance. It did remind me of Just mm-hmm. Dance. Yeah. yeah. You turned to me. You were like, it's like Just Dance. It's like Just Dance. Yeah. I did say that. Yeah. You know, I love Just Dance. Yeah. Um, we'll get into that when we get to Just Dance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And so we were on the left side of the stage. And that's where like the the stairs were mm-hmm. to get up to this kind of like. Like the backstage. The backstage mm-hmm. area. And so people would go up and down that and you would just hear Army start screaming. I was like, what, <laughs> right. what are we screaming about? Like, what are, you know, what's going on? And I couldn't really see the faces of the people going mm-hmm. up and down, but I'm, we were pretty sure that the first one we saw was Bang PD. I definitely saw Bang yeah. PD. He you was, it was him, yeah. four people walking down and he was the second person. It was mm-hmm. unmistakable it was definitely him yeah he was like leaving right as like we think j-hope was starting to like get ready to go on right yeah and then we saw jimin Mm -hmm. go up yeah and he waved he he did wave i was like okay yes that's definitely like either jimin or j-hope i like struggled to tell who it was but you know the fact that they were waving out to army it was like oh my god it's either jimin or Uh, (laughs) j-hope but at the end of the concert i definitely saw jimin leave when he left we know yeah at least yeah jimin i just because it was the black outfit the black hair and i saw him do that run his fingers through the hair type thing as he was walking on the stairs i was like oh yes that's jimin that is part jimin (laughs) yeah 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 so it was just cool, like being in that area and kind of seeing that that was the part that we could see of the behind the scenes was just mm-hmm. people kind of yeah. entering and exiting. And um, as we were waiting for the concert, just the excitement kept building. And also on the screens, they had more question, question mark. mark. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. We were pretty excited um, by the time 850 rolled around. He was right on time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the second it turned 850. The intro of Jack in the Box started. Yes. I mean, the second. So on the the screens, you could see just the the narration mm-hmm. of the intro. So you could read along. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was playing. And so the anticipation was really building up. Army just, just started screaming. Yeah. I mean, we were, I think we were all like, yes, like, yes, this is the way to start. I mean, on the car drive in, like driving to Chicago, um, we were both like, Okay, totally going to start with intro, mm-hmm. VCR, mm-hmm. you know, and that's exactly what happened. Hell yeah. And then he, like, at the end of the intro, he sprung out of the top of the box. I mean, just popped up. He got so much air. He really, like, must have practiced getting that jump and getting high up out of it. Mm-hmm. I also really love that he started the concert on, like, this very elevated box on the stage because I could imagine that armies even further out in the crowd were able to see him then. Yeah. Um, just because of how much higher he was, I thought that he must have done that intentionally yeah. um, on top of just the symbolism of him starting his concert as you know for the jack in the box album coming out springing out as the jack in the box yeah i hadn't thought about that but it does seem pretty intentional he got so much air Mm -hmm. you know he had to have had some sort of like mechanism that Mm -hmm. sprung him out oh for sure yeah but he you could tell he was trying to get as high as he could he tucked his legs Mm -hmm. in to get up real high yeah Yeah. 
Um, a fucking so, entrance. It was such an entrance. Yeah. 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 So then, of course, he immediately starts more, um, which is just the perfect song to start because yeah. it's the first one we got from the album. We kind of thought that maybe he would do Pandora's Box mm-hmm. first, but you really want to kick off the concert with something super hype. A just banger. like, you know, you know, with the Love Yourself, they started with Idol. Right. You know, coming out with something super strong. Right. So it makes sense that he started with more. Mm-hmm. And boy, did we have some time to like just see how he looked. I was like, oh, oh my God, his hair, <laughs> his curly mullet, yeah. dark hair, oh. smudgy eyeliner. Mm. Like, oh my God, the yeah. black distressed shirt. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the the way this man was moving his body, oh. sensual, like sexy the whole time. And sexy it was, the whole time. It was like just his natural body movements, the way he wanted to move to this music. Yeah. Yeah. Just like fluid body rolling oh. side to side, feeling the music. Like not a whole lot of like, I mean, obviously there was some choreo for mm-hmm. some of the songs, right. but he was just vibing. freestyling. Freestyling. And it was all super sexy and like like, with all of that going on too he was not forgetting the facials he had all of these expressions i mean i saw some tongue action Mm -hmm. the glares the also the passion the passion oh my gosh you could see the pure passion on his face Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, my God. He was amazing the whole I just, time. I mean, obviously, I knew he was going to be hot. Right. But I just, like, forgot for a second <laughs> how hot he is. There were so many times where I was, like, tapping you and, like, yelling in your ear about how fucking hot he was during, yeah. the, like, the whole concert. Yeah. Just dying. Yeah. Yeah. Dying. Yeah. Uh, so he, I mean, he got us right there from the beginning. Yeah. He really kicked things off with more. Um, yeah. The head banging. The head just, banging. Yeah, all of that. Head banging in the crowd with Army, with Jung Ho Sok yeah. to more iconic. We were all head banging the best we could. Yes, but, I, mean, I mean, it was with pretty the space tight. and yeah. being respectful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no mosh pits, really. Yeah. And then, of course, he did Pandora's Box next, which was perfect because mm-hmm. it was like opening Pandora's Box for the rest of this incredible set list. Right. And the the baseline of Pandora's box really came through in this live performance. That was the first thing I really felt it in my chest and, you know, with the live band too. I was really impressed with his live rapping. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, man, he's rapping really fast. Like I kind of didn't know that he rapped that fast Mm -hmm. in Pandora's box. I was like, wow, I'm really hearing the rap skills. Like he's spitting. What I loved about that moment too, noticing the rap was army it's not like we were ever quiet but we were kind of hushed because we were so zoned in on this incredible rap and the mm-hmm. delivery the spit just the vibe you know we were like really we were all focused laser focused yeah. yeah wanted to hear it wanted to just experience and soak it in and of course when the chorus hits we go crazy but mm-hmm. yeah i just i love that it was it was powerful i mean he made us all stop yeah and just stare pandora's box uh, it was it was fantastic i i will say i noticed that I just wanted to just like listen yeah. to him instead yeah. of, you know, fully sing along. But boy, Army was singing along to every song. And I I was just really impressed with everyone. Right. And I think he was really impressed. He was. Like, he was blown away at how much people were singing along. Yeah. When he noticed that people were singing along, especially to the new songs, yeah. he like I, he smiled. Like yeah. he just kind of took a moment and couldn't re- you know, and believe like, he, that. And he looked surprised. Yeah. It's like, why are you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> but I love that he had that moment. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. Um, after Pandora's Box is when he introduced himself. And what I, you know, we weren't, sh- weren't sure what to expect from the solo concert as far as like men's go and what was crazy was that he really did not have many men's at all he was just going the whole time he was time. dedicated to bringing as many songs as possible right and performing as much as he could for us in that time frame. right it was a packed set list yeah so i mean he pretty much had his first one and then his very last one before like the last song and mm-hmm. that was it besides like one moment where he took a little bit of a break physically just to get a breather a yeah. right right mm-hmm. so at this first uh he just introduced himself and just i'll never forget iconic moment iconic he said i'm j-hope of bts but you can call me jay yeah oh man the, the slyness the sexiness all us U.S. Army, like, oh no, he knows we call him Jay when he's here. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was fucking Jay last night. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that was Jay. Oh yeah. man, I just I love that he God, said that. Was that was last night. I know. Can you believe it? It feels like 
forever forever already yeah Yeah. um something else that we should mention was that he was cursing a lot i mean at one point he said you guys are fucking Fucking crazy crazy. (laughs) of course we were dying yeah i mean i was like oh my god she said fucking but then i was like we are crazy like i was like i've been unleashed you know like i just like did not i mean i know i'm a huge mega fan girl right but i mean it just came out so hard yeah at screaming this, yeah i mean yeah. i was like me screaming you know at la too but right. boy i don't know what it was about like being a hobie palooza that it just like was unleashed right <laughs> <laughs> it's the power of j-hope yeah it's j it's jung hosok so yeah. then after this like really short men he came out strong baseline Fuck. right after that i was like damn he's doing baseline he's doing already. hope world on us yeah yeah, yeah. i kind of thought we would get baseline but Oh gosh, it's like that was our first time getting to like sing along to Baseline with J with Hope, J-Hope mm-hmm. at a concert. Like it was everything I've needed this right. whole time. This you know, ever since Hope World came out back in like what I don't even 2017. know. 2017, 2018. Mm-hmm. I don't like know. February 2017, I think. Right. Yeah. Maybe it might have been 2018 now, but yeah, February. Yeah. One of those. Man. Yeah fuck i mean i mean just every i mean everyone knew the the words it's yeah it's been three years that we've been waiting on Mm -hmm. this and Mm -hmm. to like this is probably the only time he's ever going to perform this set list and to like finally be at like a performance with hope world songs was so amazing Uh like like you said we kind of expected to get some hope world because we knew he had like an hour-long set Uh but when it finally happened and that it's fucking baseline yeah damn and baseline all the time we've waited for something like this to happen or never knowing that this would ever happen right you know and here it was and And here it was like everyone was screaming at the top of their Mm -hmm. lungs just like singing rapping the lyrics as much as they could right iconic Mm -hmm. and then he had this little moment where he was like it wasn't really a meant but he was just like this one's for the og armies Uh and he rapped his verse in cypher part one which was i mean that's definitely for the og armies i mean i thought that was so fucking cool that he decided to insert that right there yeah just like another part of himself that's like super early j-hope establishing himself Mm -hmm. and he brought it back here in his first concert yeah we had a hard time kind of putting our finger on it too you were like is this one verse Right. Like, oh, no, I and don't we're like, no, I didn't hear verse. him say one yeah, verse. Yeah. 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 yeah Cypher part one. Yeah. And then, I mean, he just like so smoothly transitioned into Hang San. God. And oh, man, I, I didn't realize it until like preparing for Hobie Palooza that mm. Hang San is probably my favorite song off of Hope World. Yeah. Because when we were making tie dye, I was rapping along to all of Hang San. Yes. And both you and Brittany were like, wow okay rapper bethany like you know all these you know <laughs> all these words all yeah. these lyrics i'm like yeah i guess i do and then in the car on the way to chicago Brittany was like no seriously you know all the words <laughs> to hung song i was not expecting him to mm. to sing this at hobie palooza but when he came out with it this is i think this is when i fully got unleashed i was yeah. like i'm <laughs> gonna do unleashed. every single uh-huh. word like i felt bad for the armies around us because i was like just no being loud yeah i mean but we had made friends with everyone around us and i think they knew like, like we just had to go fucking crazy song. right <laughs> you i remember you turning around to me when it started and your face was just incredulous like you could not believe Be red, that this sure. was happening you were like oh my fucking god i, d- I didn't expect him to do it yeah, yeah. i love hang san too i would say yeah. like hang san and baseline are my two favorite on hope world yeah. and to kind of get them back, back to, to back, back like that yeah. like it was so fucking powerful uh-huh. um yeah and these like sandwiched in between the uh jack-in-the-box songs too work so well uh-huh. yeah 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 that's what i think was mind-blowing was just the mesh of the two albums with how different they are they blended so well mm-hmm. like in the set list together yeah 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 and then he kind of took it down a notch mm-hmm. and we weren't sure what would be next because like this set list was throwing us every time like it was amazing journey but we had no idea what was coming next Mm -hmm. and he brought in piece of peace oh my gosh i mean he came to the microphone front and center i mean yeah Mm -hmm. this was the this was the passionate moment so passionate my gosh it brought me to full tears yeah it was emotional yeah hearing like the steel drums in that song you know you know the piece i just again wasn't expecting piece of peace yeah and I had turned to you and we were both like teary eyed, but I 
pretty much just you had cried the whole time streaming the entire time yeah. from start to finish yeah i mean talk about a song that we never thought that we'd see performed yeah. live and yeah. like seeing it with our own eyes yeah. and just like i mean really his passion was really all over his face and his body language and in his voice it was it was amazing yeah how he delivered the song too was moving yeah it was super moving yeah and just how perfect that he went from piece of peace into equal sign yes perfect yeah was expecting equal sign after was, that yeah, yeah. It, it made sense it made so much mm-hmm. sense again just so much passion but also like this one he was moving around a little bit more and you can just i just felt like the whole crowd was going crazy yeah. during Equal Sign. Yeah. Like it was just, I just think it's such a cherished song. And I loved the graphics behind him too. Like there were rainbow graphics. Yeah. And we just talked about how the song sounds like a rainbow. Yes. Um, and gosh, every single song I was, I don't know if you noticed, I was changing the light on my army you were. to match every song. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't, like I couldn't, my app would not even load to open, uh-huh. but yours did. And you were, you were dedicated. Like yeah. I, there was one that was yellow and you changed it to yellow. The and chicken noodle soup. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You were, you were on top of it. I was, yeah. When I said, I was like red, going red. Yes. Yeah. It was <laughs> so much fun. I loved Equal Sign here. And uh-huh. uh, I what I remember was Army started swaying a little bit. Some people had their hands up or their Army bombs up. And uh-huh. that was really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, just singing it with those lyrics of Equal Sign, especially that chorus. You know, it really struck me that that chorus is full English and we were all there singing it like in unison with J-Hope. Like, hey, it'll paralyze your mind. Gotta see the other side. Tr- mm-hmm. Cost you nothing to be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it was really powerful and impactful right there with all of Army. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Um, and then I loved after Equal Sign getting stop. I thought that as far as messaging goes, um, it worked so well. Um, and it was brilliant if you're you know asking and looking for equality to then look at when you have inequality and when you need to stop and you know stop fighting or change your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course his delivery on that song was so amazing. Oh gosh, the delivery <clears throat> for stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just neat hearing him doing that sly kind of rap. Yes. And he was moving around. He was starting to move around the stage now, you know. The attitude. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so much attitude. Mm. But it was really satisfying to like all hear of all of ARMY going, stop, stop. Yes. Change your Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Everyone was really into it. We're all getting like a little snarly. What was interesting? I'm so glad you brought that up because I was just thinking about when those parts came up, I mean, he was rapping the full verses, but a lot mm-hmm. of times during the stop, stop, I saw him like put out his microphone or, mm-hmm. you know, he was kind of dancing and bopping around and on like an artistic level, it's almost as if, cause he kind of wrote that song as a reflection to himself. Mm-hmm. And it's almost as if he was using the crowd to tell him stop, oh, yeah. don't fight or stop, change your mind or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like almost as a reminder, as like an act of humility. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought of that. I don't know if that was intentional, but it was really yeah, him. It, it was that. Army yeah. saying it. He wasn't saying it. No, it was I us. love that take on it. Yeah. Yeah. I could see him being intentional about that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he did say that he meticulously planned every detail. Yeah. So he I could really, see him doing that. He really engaged with the audience. Oh, yeah. So, so much. And you could tell, like, all those details were planned out so that, you know, Army was included in all of this performance. Mm-hmm. And he just, he commands the stage and he can really work a crowd. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, oh, yeah. it's just an entertainer. Like, and without a second stage also, with a massive crowd all on one level flat mm-hmm. ground too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he really captivated the entire audience. And that's I think that's difficult to do in that kind of venue. Yeah. 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 So after Stop, you saw the screen go completely <gasps> blue and things started to calm down again after Stop and he went into Blue Side. Mm-hmm which was just beautiful and so peaceful. And I'm just like relieved that he got to perform this, you know, live. And it so smoothly went into safety zone. Yeah. You know, because I feel like similar messages with Blue Side and safety zone, you know, we had talked about Blue Side. It could be like the Blue Side being like blue as in like sadness Mm -hmm. or feeling down or blue as in like 
calm. Right. You know, I'm more and of a in, calm In space. that moment, it felt really calming. It felt very calm. And a lot of a lot of that blue side performance was instrumental and was mm-hmm. just him kind of vibing and moving around with the music. And we got a really cool, like, backlit silhouette of the blue light and just, like, his outline, mm-hmm. you know, moving around with it. And, um, you know, to, it gave us a moment to, like, relax and calm a little bit. And I think mm-hmm. it gave him one, too. And kind of, like, a reset before the set list continued, like, a, a natural break in the, um, in the set list. Yeah. 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 Which was so smart because he didn't have to like stop or go off stage or anything. He he was really capitalizing on every moment that he had available. Yeah. So after um, Blue Side, like you said, getting into Safety Zone, Safety Zone was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Just so beautiful. I mean, it's such a um, melodic song. And hearing him singing it live with like, I mean, that passion that he was bringing forth, um, it was wonderful. And all of ARMY around us singing it too was I just I get emotional like thinking about it because it was one of those moments yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I just love like the songs such as like safety zone and equal sign you really felt the sense of connection yeah with army too in the in the crowd during those songs yeah and like with J-Hope at the same time, like you mentioned earlier like Mm -hmm. that feeding off of um but then of course he like flips the whole vibe on its head mm-hmm. right after safety zone we get into what if which is like the opposite experience that we have on the album listening mm-hmm. um so yeah you want to get into what if yeah i mean i think what was so satisfying about what if is like there is a lot of english in it so like a lot of us were like what if what, what if what, what if? if yeah you know i have no hope yeah right. and i just um oh gosh the intensity and just like his presence on stage is so powerful mm-hmm. and you know especially with these these hype songs these more hype songs he just put everything he had into it like even though he had a little bit of downtime with blue side and safety zone mm-hmm. he was still performing oh yeah and singing and rapping and then you know basically taking you know the slower songs as a time for rest mm-hmm. but like really not getting a full you know moment of rest right because he's still performing and then went straight into what if and it was just like i couldn't believe the the energy yeah. you know and this set list was packed man yeah it was packed he did not stop he just kept going i mean what if was like the red lighting i mean i just feel like he was letting all of his rage out you know mm-hmm. all of his rage his doubt everything and with every single what if he was stomping on the ground just mm-hmm. i mean his dancing was incredible with these hype songs the way that he just let his body loose and feel those hard rock vibes Mm -hmm. i mean his body was exuding that too it was amazing like the performance he put on with it was awesome Uh yeah and it was so funny because the camera angle that you could see just like up on the screen like what was presented on the screen you could see his like little like teleprompter in front of him mm-hmm. that it it said arson so i was like okay we know we're getting arson right um and yeah all red all red the screens everything backlit mm-hmm. completely red i was like army bomb right to red right. you know and i feel like a lot of other people were doing that too i i mean he was intense for what if but arson it was like he was jumping moving around just like full stage right left stage right stage in the center like i felt like he was utilizing every moment of that Mm -hmm. that he could like every inch of that stage he was putting every ounce of energy that he had into it yeah i really am just blown away with like the level of energy that he brought Mm -hmm. you know consistently like he had to have been exhausted after this yeah Arson was great. Burn, burn, burn. yeah. Burn. It's just so I mean, satisfying, uh, like getting to like sing and hear it, and yeah. or hear his live vocals with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a vibe. <laughs> it was incredible, and we got music box reflection also, which was great. Yeah, nice little break, and uh, I think an outfit change for him too during that time. Yes. He was really quick with it. Yeah, into dynamite. 
Tropical Remix. The Tropical Remix. Yeah. And I was so happy about that because that's like my favorite Dynamite Remix. Right. Yeah. I think this is a great time to talk about the backup dancers that he had too. Because yes. he had backup dancers with him. Um, I will have to say one of the backup dancers, this girl, she had like long blonde hair. Tall. Tall, yeah. yeah. Um, she was outstanding mm -hmm. you know she you could tell was so into the music like she knew the music real well um and you could tell that she was just having a blast out on stage and you could see like j-hope even interacting with he her. literally said hi to her in the middle of probably yeah. dynamite yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i yeah. heard him say hi yeah she was, was fantastic funny. but all of them were so great mm -hmm. and i felt like all of their outfits too like i love that they all had different outfits like it wasn't like they were just like trying to have them blend in in the mm. background you know like they all had like their moments too you right know? And you could just appreciate them as dancers as well but Di i again really did not expect dynamite but to come out with the tropical remix you know always kind of keeping it fresh and right new, i thought it was great that he did that yeah the tropical remix is definitely like Hobie vibes Hobie like vibes. I yeah. totally get that vibe with him yeah. um, and the backup dancers were really great and he also had new choreography for this dynamite it mm -hmm. was totally different than what BTS as a group did it was like J-Hope choreo mm -hmm. yeah the one thing that it made me think of though was it made me like miss BTS seeing him perform a BTS song all by himself with like backup dancers like yeah. you know especially when it was the other rappers like parts and he was kind of like he went to the side and he'd be like hey oh and you know like in those moments I felt a lack of BTS yeah. um, and so that took me out of it a little bit and I still loved the song for what it was and it was great in the set list and it didn't like no in no way did it like diminish my experience of the whole show but it was just a little moment where it's like oh okay like are they gonna do this are they gonna perform Mm -hmm. bts songs by themselves like that's a little yeah. sad i have a big question mark around this one you yeah. know the fact that he performed dynamite too i don't know if it was maybe he just wanted a little bit of bts mm -hmm. in the set list or that he or, thought like maybe there's people i mean he did know that there were people there who weren't j-hope fans or bts fans that were just there as like music festival goers mm -hmm. so maybe like having a song that is popular here mm -hmm. in the states that maybe they had heard that song before like that's you know. a really good point that could yeah. be a, a reason why they, they uh chose that in here because a mm -hmm. lot of people know dynamite so yeah. any festival goer who doesn't necessarily know j-hope or bts could they still probably know dynamite dynamite yeah. yeah okay that's probably why but yeah that's just you know kind of a little moment yeah. yeah i really didn't have a moment like that where i felt like a lack of bts yeah. but i think i was just like so intrigued to be hearing the tropical remix right. and then you know admiring all that him interacting with all the the dancers too yeah i mean the rest of it was really great yeah yeah and then after the dynamite tropical remix was daydream which mm -hmm. i feel like the tropical remix totally prepared us for the daydream, happy yeah. boppy vibes funkiness of daydream it this was perfect is so seamless yeah like it, it all fit really well together yeah wonderful mm -hmm. and getting daydream oh, it was amazing i mean that was definitely one every single person was singing along yes. to yeah yeah so satisfying to finally hear that and then he did ego i feel like this was the song that most armies were wanting to see him perform yeah. just because we didn't get the map of the soul tour you know and so we've gotten ego just from you know him at like the online shows mm -hmm. where he's gotten to perform it online yeah you know, muster, whatever. I can't even remember if he did that muster. It but. just felt like so fitting mm -hmm. for him to perform ego and like at this point in the set list um just knowing the meaning of all of these songs and mm -hmm. knowing what he put into it and like then him like you know that's my ego like kind of reclaiming himself here at the end of it um i just really loved it here i loved the choreo yes the choreo was amazing the choreo with the backup dancers and then i saw that jimin had also was dancing yes. to ego yeah um Brittany said that was her favorite song. Yeah. Was Getting Ego. It was so happy and fun. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. Yeah. I'm so happy that we got to see it and the dancing. It was, it was so much fun. Then he did Hope World. Not expecting Hope World, mm -hmm. man, you know? And I just want to say, you know, point this out too. 
Lollapalooza, like the colors for Lollapalooza were Jack in the Box colors. And Hope World colors. And Hope World colors. Like the graphics were just like the Lollapalooza stuff on the screens before J-Hope came out. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is really like Hope Mm World-y. Like they have like all J-Hope vibes going on here at Lollapalooza. And then the actual logo was Teal and Magenta. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Again, not expecting Hope World. So happy that we got that. Yeah. It was really beautiful and just like... Again, one of those like more upbeat, fun songs, like getting Daydream, Ego, and Hope World just was amazing. Mm-hmm. And Dynamite, too. Like, it just was just such a fun part of the concert. Like, everyone yeah. was just like bopping around. Yeah. Um, super bright, super Hobie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then for a moment, he spoke to us and he mentioned about how he had been here to Chicago a few years ago to perform at Speak Yourself, which was just so genuinely special because we were there at speak yourself in chicago Mm -hmm. so the fact that we were here at both events and like he shouted that one event out that we were at was super super special and he was like this is a song that i performed then and i want to perform it for you now Mm -hmm. i mean i think this was the biggest surprise that he performed just Just dance Dance. yeah 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 i freaked out i think this is when britney took a video of me (laughs) yeah (laughs) and she's like i just had to take a video of you so you know what you look like we need to post this video like can we post it to our instagram story i'm a little fearful oh my god like i'm like i've become a different person almost but you're like no this is you on a daily this is normal (laughs) when we fangirl and hang out i want everyone to know when i do convince her to post this it's 100 normal yeah and we love you for it yeah yeah i i really want to just dance like i will watch just dance fan cam videos of j-hope to this day like anytime we're just watching like fan cams of bts or anything i always want to see his performances of just dance Mm mm-hmm they're the best they're the best his dancing his vibe like he's just so sexy like it's absolutely the best it's one of my favorite j-hope songs Mm. but i just felt like i was expecting ego and you know some of hope world and a lot of jack in the box Mm -hmm. so i was like no don't get your hopes up don't even think about just dance but in the car on the way to chicago i think i had kind of briefly mentioned you know like it'd be nice to get just dance right you know like but i'm not expecting we were it. all super doubtful yeah and then yeah when they came out with the jack in the box like stage right the, you know box on the stage i turned to you i'm like yeah you know that kind of reminds me of the platform he performed just dance on and then he freaking did just dance yes and i was like i was dancing so hot one i was literally body rolling side to side right and i was like taking up a little bit more room than i had (laughs) previously yeah just to move around yeah unnecessary you know thing to do for sure what an amazing treat to have gotten just dance yeah such a treat and then chicken noodle soup I mean, we were hoping for it the whole time. And I kind of, we were getting towards the end of it. I was kind of thinking maybe he's not going to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. but he did it. And it was so amazing. Like this is such a historic concert because he's the first Korean artist to perform at Lollapalooza at all. Mm -hmm. This is his first solo concert. And now with chicken noodle soup, it's the first like English, Korean, Spanish song to be performed at Lollapalooza. Right. Um, And after, um, or while he was performing, we got surprise Becky G. Yes. Came on the stage. Army went fucking crazy. Army went crazy for her. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. It was so special to see them mm-hmm. perform this song. Yes. They have such a genuine friendship and support for one another. And so to see them after three years performing this song together on stage was amazing. They, they have so deserve that. like synergy with their dancing, mm-hmm. too. You know, when they were dancing on stage, you could just... <clears throat> you know the synergy between them you know the and the backup dancers too when they were there and i think they were both in these white outfits becky g looked amazing amazing Amazing. and what was so special about this song too is at the end he like allotted some time for her to give like a little speech yes which was so amazing like i was so emotionally moved by her speech because you could hear the emotion in her voice. I thought as, she was going to cry. Yeah, as she was just, you know, telling J-Hope that she was so grateful for this opportunity and for their friendship and thankful to Lollapalooza. And it was so heartfelt. And she just said that, 
you know, she was really emphasizing how much that meant to her as a Latina woman Mm -hmm. and for the Latino community to, you know, have, you know, reach this stage and to have performed together. It meant um, so much to her. And it was like so sincere from the heart when she delivered that speech. And I think Hobie was moved by it too. And, uh, you know, almost like a bashful, a little almost at a loss of words. Yeah. 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 Oh, it was so sweet. Mm -hmm. So, before the last song after this, J-Hope finally said, you know, it's getting to the end here and I haven't spoken in Korean, but I'm going to speak in Korean, you know, for the first time tonight. Right. So we're just going to read what he said. Um, so we just like, obviously the concert just got to enjoy him speaking in Korean. And when he said, I'm going to speak in Korean now, everyone's like, yes. do it, do it, baby. <laughs> yes, do it. Yeah. Um, so he said, Hello, everyone. I'm J-Hope. J-Hope. Yeah. This is such a meaningful moment to me. It's one of the steps of this album's processes, which started with greed and intense ambition, grandly heading toward an end. Honestly, all the schedules for this album became my blood and skin and at Lollapalooza today. I think seeing all of you, our army, as well as the public, has given me a firm and certain trust belief that once again... It's such an honor, and thank you so, so much to all of you who came. To be honest, all of these schedules were a continuous fear to me, but despite that, an extremely meaningful moment has come. And although I'm a bit shy at myself overcoming this moment, I want to say that I'm very proud of myself. Okay, I've been talking too much, (laughs) so this is a song that is very special and meaningful to me too. This next song is dedicated to all of our futures. Let's go. Uh, and then he performed Future. Yes. Which was amazing. I it mean, I feel like I've said amazing a million times. On. You're so right. It was the perfect song to end mm-hmm. on. This was, I mean, I got emotional during this song. I teared up during this song too. Mm-hmm. I love this song. It's one of my favorite from Jack in the Box. Like, it, I mean, I would say it's my favorite from Jack in the Box. And mm-hmm. he ended with it. And yeah. it was just so perfect to end with. Such a hopeful song. Looking towards a bright future with that song. It was an amazing moment. It was an amazing moment. Yeah. yeah. It's the last song in the album. It's a song that, you know, is so hopeful for the future. And I think that him giving this speech, like having read it now and also like at his V Live with Jimin and from his posts on Instagram, you know, this it seemed like there were a lot of hurdles for him. You know, this was his first time going from performing and rehearsing with bts to performing and rehearsing on his own Mm -hmm. what a shift you know and such a challenge that he himself was like it was a challenge but i felt like it was good for me you know and that he's just so proud of himself and just you know yeah taking it as like this was an incredibly meaningful moment and even though it's really difficult and this is tough and such a challenge for me. Like he's so grateful for everything that's come of it. And yeah. I feel like the armies at Hobie Palooza like really delivered and letting him yes. and assuring him that like he was doing I mean, he put on one of the best shows I mean I've ever been to. Ever. Like, and I know that I'll ever be, you know, have gone to. And right. he did it as J Hope. Right. He did it as J Hope. Right. Yeah. As J Hope. As J. As J. Right. <laughs> I I and, and he was so in awe of that experience and he Mm -hmm. actually said on his instagram post that it'll be a treasured memory in his life's history just like all of the hard work and all of the you know the tough things that went on in the background of preparing for this that the payoff of army showing up for him showing out for him loving his incredible set and just having a fucking blast during the entire concert like that was such a reward for him that it will be a treasured moment in his life's history like when he's 85 he's gonna remember like this first concert of his this solo concert of his and how reassuring it was and how full of love and joy he felt after it and all the hard work paying off putting this whole album together but then you know this six hours a day or more of just like gruesome you know rehearsing to make sure that this performance was the best performance he puts on in his lifetime you know like he did everything for it and it and it showed yeah yeah he put so much hard work into it i just want to thank him for 
Yes. Putting on such a fantastic, unforgettable show that, like, I mean... We honestly still cannot believe that we were there. Yeah. Like, we were there. It's been, like, 24 hours since it ended Yeah, now, literally, as we're finishing this episode, and we still cannot wrap our head around what we had experienced and how lucky we were to have actually physically been there yeah um it we were really, lucky really it I feels feel like so fortunate yeah. so fortunate once in a lifetime experience and uh cannot thank and praise j-hope enough for your hard work and the amazing music that you make and the awesome show that you put on there at Lollapalooza. yes thank you yeah. so much j-hope it was so enjoyable army loved it yeah Gosh, thank you for all your hard work. Yeah, thank you so much. On that note, we do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially the VIP Iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, Holly, and Sophia. Uh, Thank you, Sophia. Thanks, Sophia. Welcome. Yeah, if you you enjoyed this episode, please let us know. If you went to Hobie Palooza, let us know what your experience was like. Um, And of course, you can reach out to us on instagram or twitter standing bts podcast um, and you can find links for all of the things in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts